So I'm going to turn it over to Susie to do um, a, a little reading. Now, I do want to just say for you who have never met Susie before, if you knew Susie like I knew Susie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there he goes. Um, she has an honorary doctorate from the Center for Spiritual Living, and she has been the music um, minister for a church for 18 years in Oklahoma. And I just retired. Yeah, yeah she, she, got that, she got that message in September. wonder where she got that message. <laughs> and so she's just retired, and, you know, she's pretty excited about it. Well, I'm excited to be here today. I'll turn it over to you. It is so true. I did retire, uh, and it was so cute when Melinda called me. She said, now, don't talk about letting go. <laughs> and I go, okay, that's going to be a piece of work for me right now, because on the 18th, I did retire from, not from the center, nor from, not from the church, but from being the music, music director. I'm sure I will go there and sing once in a while and go there and fellowship with them once in a while, but it feels so, so I had no idea what I was doing, and look what God did, sent me down here. That's amazing. I love it. Thank you. So when I found out I was supposed to read a reading, I've been reading this book by um, Ernest Holmes and Willis Kinnear, and it's called A New Design for Living, and I thought this was a perfect way to start today. Things can change. We need have no concern over the fact that the law of mind and action, when motivated, may produce sickness or health, poverty or abundance, happiness or unhappiness. These things it cannot do of its own accord. The thought has to come first. Whether we like it or not, this is the way things are. This is the way the law of mind works. But we should rejoice in this knowledge for it means that things can change, that no law of its own accord deliberately imposes unwanted situations and conditions on us. We do not have to resign ourselves to a fate not to our liking. Nothing prescribes that we endure trial and tribulation except my own thinking, our own thinking. If this were not the case, we would be only automatons, robots, senseless mechanical organisms. We are individuals. We do have a mind. We do think. We do have consciousness. We do have the power of choice to choose to exercise the creative power of our thought for our good a choice and a power that is inherent within each of us. Thank you. It's one of my favorite jackets and uh, 
Uh, and Gerald Janposky, anybody ever read Gerald Janposky? He said, I always wore a nice looking outfit and a coat because my mama told me it, you'd look better in front of people if you did that. <laughs> so my mother had the same thought, and that's why I have a coat on today. But it's warm in here. I'm grateful for the warmth. Just recently, it was two degrees in Oklahoma. So I'm grateful for the warmth we've had since we've been down here. Felt like almost springtime, you know. And for those of you down here that have never gone to some of the beautiful places down here, you have some of the most beautiful gardens down here I've ever seen. It's amazing. If you get a chance, go. Ray and I were talking about it. Most time we don't go because it's, we don't think about it. It's our home, you know. This is a song that I've actually retitled as Romans 12:22. I had been feeling so down and out, completely down on my luck, and when it came to my life, I had almost given up. Then late one night, an angel appeared beside my bed and as I sat up in amazement this is what he said change your thinking and you can change your life let go of the darkness you gotta let in the light make room for a miracle they're all right here just open up your heart and watch how they appear. <clears throat> I said, don't you know it's hard for someone like me to believe when I don't know how I'll pay my next month's rent? He said, hey, why don't you pray? Everything will be okay But I knew tomorrow's wages had been spent He said, change your thinking And you can change your life Let go of the darkness You gotta let in the light Make room for a miracle They're all right here you just open up your heart and watch how they appear. I said, don't you know it's hard for someone like me to believe when I said I don't know how I'm going to pay my next month's rent. He said, hey, why don't you pray? Everything will be okay, but I knew tomorrow's wages had been spent. You gotta sing, change your thinking. What do you do? Change your life. Let go of the darkness. You gotta let in the light. Make room for a miracle. 
they're all right here. Open up your heart and watch how they appear. How can I do that when I don't know where to start? He said, open up your mind and listen to your heart. Take the first step, then you take the next. Head straight for the mountaintop, you're going to get there yet. But enjoy the journey with every step you take. For far too quickly today turns in to yesterday. And as I turned to say thanks, like he came, he was gone. But the message that he brought me, it still lives on and on. Change your thinking, and you can change your life. Let go of the darkness, you gotta let in the light. Make room for miracles, they're all right here. You just open up your heart and watch how they appear. You just open up your heart and watch how they appear. Change your thinking. Change your life. I don't know why it quit in the middle of the song. I have no idea. It'll be all right. I'm really grateful to be here today and to be here to um, speak and sing because every once in a while I think I got something to say, you know? And uh, at my other church, we had two, we have two ministers there, and it was not going to, I mean, I loved doing the music, but I knew I was never going to get to talk ever again. <laughs> you know how those ministers are, we're all that way. But I wanted to share a little story with you that, um, uh, that I actually read last night because I hadn't read it in a while and it just uh, tells you more about my life than I could possibly stand up in here and tell you this morning. Now, I, tr I am 77 years old. I'm grateful because I have uh, dyslexia and I don't get it confused now. <laughs> it's really wonderful. And I am having, I know that this is going to be the best year yet I've lived. We have to know that, don't we? We have to know that. Now, listen, I decided to give notice at my church on the, I think it was the 20, whatever the Sunday was, 25th or 26th of September. And God wasn't sure I really meant that. And two days later, I fell out of my bed and broke my collarbone. I go, you, 
got it. I got it. I was going to give notice. Yeah, you are now. <laughs> but it's been an experience because I've never had a broken bone before. But I want to share this story with you. A strange old lady has moved into my house. I have no idea who she is, where she came from, or how she got in. I certainly did not invite her. All I know is that one day she wasn't there and the next day she was. She is a clever old lady and manages to keep out of sight for the most part. But whenever I pass a mirror, I catch a glimpse of her. <laughs> and whenever I look in the mirror to check my appearance, there she is hogging the whole thing, completely obliterating my gorgeous face and body. This is very rude. I have tried screaming at her, but she just screams back. <laughs> the least she could do is offer to pay part of the bills, but no. Every once in a while, I find a $5 bill stuck in a coat pocket or some loose change under a sofa cushion, but it is not nearly enough. And I don't want to jump to conclusions, but I think she is spending money from me or stealing money from me. I go to the ATM and withdraw $50, and a few days later, it's all gone. I certainly don't spend money that fast, so I can only conclude the old lady is pilfering from me. You'd think she would spend some of that money to buy wrinkle cream. <laughs> and money isn't the only thing I think she is stealing. Food seems to disappear at an alarming rate, especially the good stuff like ice cream, chips, and sweets. She must have a real sweet tooth, but she had better watch because she is really packing on the pounds. I suspect she realizes this, and to make herself feel better, she is tampering with my scale to make me think I am putting on weight too. For an old lady, she is quite childish. She likes to play nasty games like going into my wardrobes when I'm not home and altering my clothes so they don't fit. And she messes with my files and papers so I can't find anything. This is particularly annoying since I am extremely neat and organized. Yeah. She has found other imaginative ways to annoy me. She gets into my mail, newspapers, and magazines before I do, and blurs the print so I can't read it. <laughs> and she has done something really sinister to the volume controls on my TV, radio, and telephone. Now all I hear are mumbles and whispers. She has done other things, like make my stairs steeper, <laughs> my vacuum heavier, and all the knobs and taps harder to turn. She even made my bed higher so that getting into it and falling out of it is a real challenge. <laughs> oh, sorry. Lately, she has been fooling with my groceries before I put them away, applying glue to the lids. <laughs> Some of you re recognize that, making it almost impossible for me to open the jars. She has taken the fun out of shopping for clothes. When I try something on, she stands in front of the dressing room mirror and monopol monopolizes it. She looks totally ridiculous in some of those outfits. <laughs> Plus, she keeps me from seeing how great they look on me. 
Just when I thought she couldn't get any meaner, she proved me wrong. She came along when I went to get my picture taken for my driver's license, which was last week. And just as the camera shutter clicked, she jumped in front of me. I hope she never finds out where I live. <laughs> or where you live. I just had to read that because I thought, God, that is so, that's been my, so much of my life lately. I even get the unique pleasure in January, I'm having eye surgery done. Anybody here done that? Because I'm nervous as heck, I'm grateful. Some of you have, and everybody says, oh, that's easy. That's what they say, that's what they say. Um, I brought, I have a, I will, will tell you that I teach water aerobics twice a week at the YMCA, I love doing that. It's a lifelong, and you can put down your dreams and they come true eventually. Now, maybe not tomorrow, but they will come true because I am now a PE teacher. When I was going to college, I wanted to be a PE teacher so bad, and they decided I should play music. And I'm grateful I've played music, but now I still play music and I get to be a PE teacher. It's so fun. So just write yourself a list, you know, make sure you, in this new year, you know, write down some things that you really want to do and it'll happen. Let me get these. I don't have hot flashes, so I don't know what this is. <laughs> Maybe all are just a hot crowd, you know. And I want to thank every one of you for showing up today because today is like New Year's Eve day. And I don't know what you did last night or how hard you partied, but y'all showed up today. Yeah. And I just give somebody a hand next set next to you so you're not here, just you and me. That's great. Now, I haven't, don't think I've had such a creative week in I don't know when as I did this past week. Because when Melinda told me, don't talk about letting go. I'm going to do that next week. So y'all better be here. If you got anything comes up this week, you want to let go, Melinda will help you next week. <laughs> but when she told me that, I had to let go of the fact that that's what I couldn't talk about today. <laughs> but the reason I told you about my water aerobics class, I have this wonderful friend. I have many friends that I've made there, but this one wonderful friend who came... Uh, over to my house and help me put together a gift for y'all today. I think everybody should get a gift the first day of the year, don't you? Yes. And I wasn't here for Christmas, so I'm going to invite uh, Trish, are you going to hit, uh, and Pam? Uh, they are going to give you guys a gift, and just hold them in your hand for a second. Don't be rumbling through them yet. <laughs> We'll get them all passed out here. She already moved in. I got this thing full of stuff up here. It was that old lady moved in here, not me. You got it? You need a few more? There's a few more there. 
Absolutely. How wonderful is that? Now, if you pull out this little scroll, pull out the little scroll. It's the little white paper. Pam, you need one right there. Jay needs one, I think. Oh, okay. All right, they got theirs. If <clears throat> one of my favorite things to do the very first part of the year, and I do, I do love the writing of Ernest Holmes. He wrote a book called This Thing Called You. And last year, uh, four young men and I read it. They wanted to read it with me, and we read it in the first person. And instead of saying this thing called you, it said this thing called me. Because, boy, when you start reading something and saying, that's me, that changes it for you. It's changed it for me. This is a survival kit for 2023. <laughs> and what it is, everything on the little, in the little bag has a representation. You see there's a little owl on the front. Everybody got that little owl on the front? What I want you to do is look at that owl and say, I am wise. Come on with me. I am wise. Good. Now you find the little Smarties down in there. There's a pack of Smarties in the bag. You got the Smarties? All right. Say with me, I am intelligent. And the wonderful part that I like about the Smarties, it gives you a sweet taste in your mouth when you say I'm intelligent. Because I don't always have a good time with that one, do y'all? Oh, good. All right. The next is the rubber band. Take the rubber band out of your bag. If you got a bag and it doesn't have something, we have extras up here, so. All right. You got your rubber band? And just pull it apart and say, I am flexible. Don't pop it and don't pop the person next to you. <laughs> all right, let's do it all together. You ready? I am flexible. Good. Now, the next one, we're not going to take it out and chew it, but I bought, bought bubble gum. Good old bazooka. And you can do that later if you want. But I want you to affirm with me, I stick with it. I stick with it. Then there's a pencil, a big long pencil. And what that pencil represents for me, all the songs I've ever written, I've written with a pencil. Because something about putting a pencil to paper really makes a difference. You don't lie to yourself. But I love it because you can change it and erase it. So what I would like you to say with me is, I am creating. I don't think y'all are happy about that. Are you happy? Yeah. If you're being creative, then say with me, I am creating. There you go. Now the next one is eraser. There's an eraser on top of the pencil. Anybody ever heard that statement, I put right? <laughs> That's a strange thing to say, don't you think? Except I will tell you that I looked it up in Merriam-Webster's dictionary. 
Everything I do, I decided to talk about Happy New Year today, and I looked up all those words in Merriam-Webster's dictionary. And all these words I looked up, and Merriam-Webster's dictionary says, to correct things is to put right. So, the erasers are for putting things right. So, please repeat with me. I put right. Now, the paper clip, and I want to tell you, if you think I stole these, I did not. I wrote every one of these myself, except there were ideas on the internet, I have to admit it. But I put them all in the first person. Okay, paper clip. I keep it together. How many of you really want to be enthusiastic about that? I keep it together. There you go, all together. Good job, good job. And then there's a Band-Aid. I am healed and whole. You know, I get a lot of owies anymore. It's that old lady in that story I read you about. She runs into things, thinks she's... A, a dear friend of mine told me recently because I thought I, I knew that I was intelligent enough not to still be thinking I was 17. I still do a lot of things at my home and I have an old 84 Chevy van that I travel in and I'm always working on it and I'm always working on something. That's just, I'm a little fix-it person, you know, master, uh, what is jack of all traits. And yes, master of nothing. But the one thing that so I use a lot of these Band-Aids. So you got a box from my great insurance company. I'm grateful. <laughs> the ones that you got are out of a box that I got from them. But I, what my friend told me recently was it's not your problem of thinking you're still 17, Susie. You know you're intelligent enough to not be 17. But it's the days that you think you're still 50. Think about it. We still think, you know, I was thinking this morning, I remember when I first started teaching water aerobics, I was 65 and I was such a hot dog. I thought I had that down so good. I told the woman who was teaching the class, I said, if you can teach this, I can dang sure teach this class and be a PE teacher. So, okay. I, so please say with me again, I am healed and whole. And you can lay that Band-Aid somewhere where there's something that you keep running into or you keep trying to fix that you don't have any business fixing, and maybe that'll remind you. Okay, uh, now the balloon. I celebrate life. I celebrate life. If you don't celebrate, why should you be here? That's where I finally got to. If I'm not going to celebrate, I'm not going to show up. And I hope you guys like celebrating because, as a matter of fact, I want to sing a Can I stop in the middle of my talking and sing a song here for you? Yes. Thanks. <clears throat> this is not the last one yet there. Kent, Kent's so nice. He's going to help me play the last song. But I'd like to sing this song for you because I do celebrate life. Ray and I went and had a beer at 
Bitter Sisters yesterday. Anybody ever been there? Oh, it was really good. And I invited them to church today. Now, they didn't show up, but they got invited. And they might be back. They might show up sometime, you know. So, I would like to sing this song for you because it was the opening song that was sung at the Gay Games in 1990 in Vancouver, Canada. And my friend Linda Graham and I wrote this song, and they sang it with 400 people. Now, if you can get 400 people to sing something you wrote, that's pretty good. I like it. So I'm going to sing it for you right now. Come sell, come celebrate, come celebrate. It's the wrong song. I wrote two celebrate songs. Come celebrate, come celebrate, come celebrate our spirit. The sound of hearts that beat with pride. Now let the whole world hear it. Special gift comes from our hearts. With courage we begin. As we learn to walk with pride, everybody wins. So come celebrate, come celebrate, come celebrate our spirit. The sound of hearts that beat with pride. Now let the whole world hear it. A special gift comes from our heart. With courage we begin. And as we learn to walk in pride, everybody wins. So come celebrate. Come celebrate, come celebrate our spirit. Are you ready to sing? Yeah. yeah. Come celebrate, come celebrate, come celebrate our spirit. The sound of hearts that beat with pride. Now let the whole world hear it. Come celebrate. Come celebrate our spirit. Come celebrate, come celebrate, come celebrate our spirit. Good job. I appreciate y'all singing with me. I do want to tell you that that was the first song that I sang at the church that I just retired from, and it was the last song that as I sang as I left, it was fun. The Tootsie Rolls. What does it say? How many of you are willing to share your last bite? Isn't it an incredible thing to think about? It makes you feel good, doesn't it? Tootsie Rolls are big enough you can share a bite. And if you, if you run out of things, uh, Perry made some peanut butter rice crispy things that you, you won't even have to share all. <clears throat> the bubbles. I let go with ease and grace. I let go with ease and grace. 
how many how many of you have taken the time recently just to sit down and uh, oh here I am talking about letting go oh well L let how many of you have taken the time to gracefully let something go recently it's really great when there's something that you just can't seem to deal with to go sit on a rock and take that little bottle of bubbles and just flow bubbles and put everything that you don't want to deal with in that bubble and just let it float away. It's a wonderful feeling. It's a great little survival tool for the new year. There's a penny in your bag. I am grateful for the penny for more than one reason. The first penny anybody ever handed me was Edwin Gaines, and I'm sure most of you have heard of her. She was an incredible prosperity teacher. And when I first met her, I just got into playing music in churches. I had been a barroom singer for a long time. And I was scared to play in a church. I was like, how am I gonna make it? And Edwin Gaines came and spoke and she gave everybody a little penny on a card. I still have mine hanging in my house. And I went up to her afterwards and I said, Edwin, I would love to tithe on money, but I don't even know how I'm gonna pay my bills. How am I supposed to tithe on this money? And she looked at me in the face and she said, Susie, if I gave you a million dollars, would you tithe on it? And I said, sure. And she said, how's God going to trust you with that little bit you got now? If you're, not, if you're not willing to tithe on that little bit now, how's God going to trust you with a million dollars? Made a lot of sense to me. It made a lot of sense to me. And one of my greatest days after that was I was playing at a big conference for some of the churches. And I saw Edwin waiting in line to get one of my CDs. God, I thought I'd made it was so wonderful to have her there waiting for me instead of me waiting for her and waiting on one another. That's what it was. And you also got a star in your bag. Actually, let's go back to the penny first because we didn't say I am grateful. Everybody, please join me in saying I am grateful. Very good. Meister Eckhart says is, is the only thing that you could ever say is thank you. That would be enough. And then, the, then to the star, I am a light. <laughs> Took you a minute, didn't it? Now, there's something that I want to tell you. These little bags would not have been done unless someone would have helped me. I would not be here probably if it hadn't been for my friend Ray who brought me down here. I would not have been here if it hadn't been for Melinda calling and inviting me. It takes a whole lot of things to make this survival kit work. So every time you think of somebody, you get into your little survival kit and you think about somebody, write their name down on the back of the paper. Send them a thank you once in a while. Tell them how grateful you are for them. So what we're gonna do today, I 
this beautiful card came from uh, Fort Worth, whatever they call that thing. Botanical Gardens, thank you. Fort Worth Botanical Gardens. And I love the card so much. And I'm gonna pass this card around with a pencil. You got, everybody got a pencil. And I just want you to say thank you, Joyce, because Joyce, my friend Joyce, put together all these bags. I got the stuff, but she came over to my house and was so good, because she knew I was crazed. And she came over and put all these bags together for me. So I'm going to ask you today that you begin this thank you by thanking Joyce, and I'm going to take this card back to her, and she'll just be overjoyed. Now, I don't like to go over, you know, uh, um, there's an old story about a, a young farmer that came into the service one day, and the minister said, well, if I got one person, I guess I better talk, and so he talked, and he talked, and he talked, and he talked. Okay. And the young man... I don't know why it went off. I, pr I promise I don't. I didn't. Okay. So the old, the old boy goes and he sits all through the service. And you know how ministers are. And the minister stood at the back door. And as the young man was leaving the church, he shook the guy's hand. And he said, what did you think? And the guy said, well... I, th I think if I called the cows in to feed them, I'd feed them. But I wouldn't give them everything I got. <laughs> <laughs> so not giving you everything I got, I got to give...